Now, we know the scripture says, honor your mother and your father. Mm -hmm. If Jesus does not honor his mother and father, then he's not fulfilling a commandment that he should do that. Right. And so we know he didn't sin. So we know that he wasn't being disrespectful to his mother. So last week we're talking about, you know, the the, the master, oh, the Messiah the, coming to the wedding, wedding and different nuances of what was going on at that particular time. So we want to continue that today. If you had that indication or you felt that way that Jesus Christ was being dis- disrespectful to his mom, mm-hmm. uh, disregarded, you know, I, I don't think he did because that was out of his nature. Right. I've I read about that. I've read that. In the Jewish culture, saying woman, it was more of a, an honor and not a disrespect. We, we hear it today and, 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 and how we've heard it, it's kind of said in a condescending or kind of a disrespectful mm-hmm. manner. But that's not in the not so in the in the Jewish culture. She wasn't bothered by what his right. reply was. She says, do what he says. Yeah. If she was irritated and said, you know, she, she would have walked like, away. Yeah, she or... walked away with saying nothing. Yeah. But she said, listen to him. But do she, whatever he yeah. says. Yeah, she did not. There was not a reaction. She just do whatever he tells you to do. Mm-hmm. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Okay, let's talk about empty pots. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the whole events of what he tells them to do. So I have here... My write-up, it says the empty pots, something that needs needs to be given, and I and I have in parentheses faith to be done. Something that needs to be done, basically. And there's a faith element of that. And there's a feeling, a feeling of the pots that needs to be done. And when it's done, then the power of God can be accomplished in us or the situation in an abundant way better than anything that was ever experienced before in our lives. As they said, it was the best wine ever, mm-hmm. you know? So that process of events that had to happen, I just want to, when I, when I, when I read those things, I just kind of put myself in the story as it applies to me personally. Mm-hmm. And so what I have here is this, are there times when, you know, we feel inadequate or empty we're, we're depleted we don't have enough or we don't have anything in our to c- accomplish a demand that's before us or in life we don't feel like you know we're all there you know we don't have it going on and we feel empty you know we feel like those pots and that cannot provide anything because we're empty then there's that element of coming to a place where someone speaks life into you. You know, someone says, you know, you can do this. You, you know, it just encourages you and it fills you. It fills mm-hmm. you up. It just fills you. It fills you with like the hope that maybe you can, you know, it's almost like that will, they, the, the water, they had to fill the pots with water. I mean, there could not be a better wine unless the pots got filled with water. And that's listening to the master's voice. And I think that when we come to know Christ Jesus, and if you don't know him, it's a it's a beautiful role to be on. 
But when you come to know Jesus Christ and you still have those elements of your life that you feel still inadequate and he's already says, okay, I'm going to give you life and I'm going to give it to you abundantly. There's something you have to do to receive that. They could not receive the good wine unless they did something. And then once they did it, there's that faith element that's like, I don't, I don't understand. I know how empty I am. I don't see how doing this or saying this or whatever is going to make me feel any differently, but you do it, you know, Mm -hmm. you confess it, you believe it, you just do it. And in that moment where you surrender yourselves to that voice that gives you those instructions, then all of a sudden you get this, like the pots were filled with wine. He said, now take this and give it to the, the head of the feast. And they said, that, wow, this wine is good. Everybody else, they say they 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 give you the wine, the good wine first. And then once that wine goes out, then they give you that, that dumbed down wine, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you won't know the difference or whatever, but said, but you gave us the, the good wine last, which is mm-hmm. unheard of, right? So this wine had to be really, really good yeah. first because they had the good wine first, right? So because they had the good wine first, then that good wine had to be really good because normal, normally, good wine, bad wine, right? But it was so, the the wine that Jesus made was so good that he could determine that this wine was better than the first wine. So they wasn't too drunk to know the difference that this is much better than, you know, so... When we allow God, when we allow Christ to come into our lives and we start listening to what he desires for us to do and we operate in that faith, then we will understand that we can be become better than we ever was without him. And the world will notice and say, man, that's a better, you know, we talk about better versions of ourselves. When Christ touched our lives, we become the, the best part of us because we become people that God had intended for us to be. And we begin to walk in that fullness and that abundancy that God desires for us to have. Yeah. Um, just to, and just to, to, to add to that, when I read it again, it made me think of, you know, the new life in Christ and, and, and that new wine represents the life that Jesus came to to bring because the the first batch of wine was good and he could have he could have made the wine equal to he could have made it less than but he chose to make it better than which to me represents his coming to us to again that abundant life and and he he came to that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. He did not put, um, if I can use that scripture, the new wines in the old wineskins. Right. You know, like those those pots were used like ceremonial um, purification. So those those pots were, you know, quite ready for water to be put into it. Let me go. Let me go back to another another point. When his mother told the servants, "Whatever he tells you to do, do it." It was like she was she was speaking with authority. She was speaking with assurance that she knew whatever he said to do, 
do it because it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. She didn't say those words exactly, but she just had the confidence in the character of who her son was or is. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, giving the servants that vote of confidence, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And then Jesus telling them, fill the water pots. Now take some out and take it too. You know, Mm -hmm. without them even sampling anything, they're going out there. This is what he told told me to do, and 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 giving it. What if if they had given the uh, the what is it the feast master Mm -hmm. giving him the wine, and it really wasn't wine. You know, what would they have done to those serf to the servants because they didn't mention where the wine came from. They just brought it out. But again, hearing his mother say to them with such confidence, whatever he tells you to do. And so we are going to finish that up right there. And I just want you to know that from from what we shared today, we talked about Jesus invading um, something that's really personal to us here on earth is the wedding feast and how he did what he did with the pots. Jesus is where we should go when we're feeling empty inside. He is also where we go when we we feel inadequate or insufficient. Mm-hmm. Both requires us to have faith. And that faith comes from him because he's the author and finisher mm-hmm. of our faith. Talk to him. Yeah. Like your best friend. See, mm-hmm. Be sincere. Be honest. And um, share your heart. Share your insufficiencies, right. your, your pain, your sorrow, your shame. Mm-hmm. And he will listen to you and he will help you. He is the way. He is the truth and he's the life. Right. Just like that best friend, like you said, sharing in, in the pain. You've, you've got something either um, really deep, deeply uh, hurting you mm-hmm. or something that, that you're elated about. And that friend will join in with you and share in either your sorrows or share in your, in your joy. And that's a good feeling, you know, to have someone right there with you that that can kind of empathize with you and, and sympathize and understand and and be there, you know, to listen. Um, and Jesus is even is so much more than that because he he not only listens, he can solve. Right. He can solve the problems. So in the name of Jesus Christ, we just uh, have a blessed day, have a blessed week. And um, hopefully, hopefully you realize through just this part of uh, chapter two, the wedding feast, how much Jesus desires to be so much into your life. He is so much into you. Will you be so much into him? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time um, to get into your word and get to know you better. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to share your word with uh, with listeners, Father. And we pray, Lord, if, if there's someone who does not know you as Savior and as Lord, Lord, we pray that, that they would have the desire to know who you are and that they would seek you, Father, and that you would save them, Lord God. Touch their hearts, Lord, that you would deliver them from darkness into light. And we just give you the praise and we give you the glory, Lord. And we thank you again for the opportunity to share your word, Lord, in Jesus' name. 
Amen. God bless you. And if you have any uh, anything to, to push back on us, you know where to reach us, okay? 